All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for tuning in. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 9th of July. Here's everything that you need to know. If you watched the equity market yesterday, you'll know that the benchmark Nifty and Sensex saw cuts of over 2% each. The gauge of banking stocks fell more, ending lower by nearly 2.8%. What you probably didn't know is that this is the biggest single-day decline for the Nifty and Sensex on the first trading session after the presentation of the budget in over a decade. The most commonly attributed cause of the sell-off was Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman's proposal to levy a much higher surcharge on those earning over 2 crore rupees, which also worried non-resident and foreign investors. Indeed, foreign institutional investors net sold equity worth over 400 crore rupees yesterday, up from just under 90 crore in Friday's session. Meanwhile, domestic institutional investors net bought equity worth over 320 crore rupees. It's a trend that's been consistent since May this year, when the signs pointed to a strong return to power by Narendra Modi-led BJP. According to data just released by the Association of Mutual Funds in India, inflows into equity mutual funds, including equity-linked schemes, jumped the most in three months in June, Net inflows rose 42% over the last month, the biggest increase since March, to over 7,650 crore rupees in June. The digital payments industry lobby said that the government's proposal to abolish the fee on cashless transactions could lead to industry-wide shutdowns and hurt bank revenues. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman in her maiden budget proposed that business establishments with an annual turnover of more than 50 crore rupees shall offer low-cost digital modes of payment to their customers without merchant discount rate. The Parliament yesterday passed an amendment bill which allows the voluntary use of Aadhaar as proof of identity for users to open bank accounts and get mobile phone connections. In politics, the BJP said yesterday that it would stage statewide protests in Karnataka from today, demanding Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy's resignation. Karnataka BJP President B.S. Yedirappa said in Bengaluru that the Congress-JDS government had lost the majority and that it had no moral right to continue. The resignation of 13 Karnataka MLAs over the weekend plunged the Congress Janta Dal secular government in the state into a political crisis. In international news, Apple shares fell as Rosenblatt Securities downgraded the stock, bringing the total number of bearish analysts up to five. That's the highest number of sell ratings on the iPhone maker since at least 1997. The caution has been largely driven by uncertainty surrounding demand for the company's critical iPhone line, with the US-China trade war seen as a significant headwind. In commodities, gold is seeing its wildest price swings since 2016, and that's understandable because up until Friday, a large number of market watchers were penciling a rate cut by the Federal Reserve. After the release of better-than-expected jobs data on Friday, however, that is no longer a foregone conclusion. With investors pulling the pedal off safe-haven assets, gold prices have cooled off. 
Now, as one trader put it, between the jobs data and Fed Chair Jerome Powell's comments that are due tomorrow, gold is in no man's land. Last I checked, gold was trading at $1,395 to a troy ounce. In international markets, US stocks declined. The Dow and S&P 500 ended lower by 0.4 and 0.5% respectively, while the Nasdaq dropped 0.8%. In Asia this morning, however, two of the three early rises have begun positive. The Nikkei was one of them, which gained 0.4%. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues are decent, the SGX Nifty but is indicating a slightly flattish outlook. But big things to watch out today. The earnings season officially starts with TCS declaring the numbers today. Revenue is seen up 1.2%, profit down 3.5% and EBITDA margin contraction. In terms of numbers after market hours announced, Delta Corp revenues were flat, profit was up 2.7% and EBIT was up almost 1.5%. The gaming revenues were impacted as one of the vessels underwent maintenance and was not operational for 19 days. Steel strip wheels revenues down 6%, profit down 32% and EBITDA was down 13 Lower demand in alloy wheel segment led to lesser capacity utilization as per the company. Titan probably will be the stock of the day. There was a weak uh, operational update that came out. Jewelry business grew 13%, watches 19% and eyewear 13% YOY in the first quarter. Now the management post uh, the fourth quarter earnings had indicated that till then uh, first quarter YTD, the growth was 19% and that indicates that uh, there has been a slowdown. There was a sharp increase in gold prices and macroeconomic condition is what impacted the jewelry business as per the management. Now, both Credit Suisse and HSBC have downgraded the stock on valuation as well as slowing growth. Macquarie is saying that the jewelry business growth is below the management expectation. Bank of America Merrill Lynch is saying that there could be temporary blip, but you should buy the correction. Tata Motors, uh, CLSA analyzes JLR's annual report and highlights cautious commentary. The cautious commentary is citing demand, geopolitical issues and regulatory headwinds. The annual report shows second consecutive year of negative free cash flows that turned JLR net debt. Larson & Tubro will merge its shipping arm with itself. Uh, Fortis Healthcare says that the Mauritius arm has completed the sale of 29% stake in MSCL for 75 crores. Make Money Organics probably will react. The arm completed the installation of the chlormethane project. The project was started in July. The cost was 160 crores for this entire project and the company expects a turnover of 80 crores in the current fiscal and 160 crores in the next fiscal. Gale goes ex-bonus today, 1 is to 1. And in terms of brokerages, Bank of America Merrill Lynch downgrades overall realty to a neutral on rich valuation. Both HSBC and Bank of America Merrill Lynch have cut the target price of Reliance Industries. HSBC has upgraded Tech Mahindra to a buy with a lower target price of 800 because they believe that the telecom business should recover from a low base nevertheless. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely day. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 